The Electrician Podcast, powered by Schneider Electric. We're bringing you the electrical industry experts you need to hear to discuss the topics you need to know about. Let's go for a couple of, of staple jointless tips. Tell people who are interested, um, if they know you from your videos and all that, um, how they could get involved with your line of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's talk about your YouTube channel as well. So I, I want to get those three things in here Sweet. in the allotted time, as much as we could talk about health and safety to the cows come home. Yeah, um, yeah those are three things that I wanted to talk about. And I think that will round us off nicely. So yeah, yeah what, are, what are three tips for, for terminating cables, whether it's practical or, or mental or just lessons you've learned? Let's have a think then. <laughs> for me, for, for the, obviously the most fundamental part of anything is getting your measurement right you if you measure a four you measure a 1.5 or a four mil wrong you can bend it a little bit it might not look as nice but it'll be in there electrically electrically sound might not be as aesthetically pleasing as you'd want it to be we as you start going up you start getting up into the 150s 185s so what you've got to do you got to make sure that measurement is correct. And the old adage, measure, measure 10 times. Yeah. So what I tend to have in my armory, and these are things you don't even have to buy them. You don't even have to purchase them. They're always That's around. about your kit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what, what, I, what I've come to use, a lot of lads, a lot of lads use a piece of horsepike, which is great. Yeah, that's what I've, I've, I've used, yeah, and that's what I got told to use. I tried to use it, and I think I had three or four horse pipes, kept losing them, forgetting them. I just thought, oh, forget it. So there's always, on site, there's always a piece of FP200. There's always a piece of 3-car 2.5. Those are the things you can use to measure, which is, it's called a template, a mimic cable, or a measuring cable, right? So you get your big cable as close as you can to that gland hole, to that hole what you've just drilled and you set your gland in, in it, into it. Get a measure with that with that piece and transfer it on, make your cut. When you're inside the panel, you could, you know, you might have to go, let's say there's a switch and you, you've got a, a Paxilin plate, you've got four holes in it, so you've got to go in there. Now, you could feed your, your core through all the time, but even with Paxilin or plastic, it might score the PVC, it might damage it even when it's through to the copper. So you, you want to limit movement of that cable as much as you can. Tie wraps, get a tie wrap. Again, get the cable as close as you can to the, to the aperture, to the hole before it goes in. Mount your lug on your copper bar. If it's a big lug, use a big tie wrap. If it's a little one, use a, use a, a, a normal 300 mil Stick it in there and then transfer it again, on because that measure won't change. If you don't, if you hold it, put it into the and then transfer it on your like a test run, isn't it? It's like a like a dummy dummy cable. Yes, that's I think that's the the biggest because people look at it and go, "How's he done that? How's he done?" People who don't know or you know or Spark who's never done that, how how they measured that perfect, especially when I mean where you're at now, where you can. You can have it sweeping where you want and you can make it look pretty. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you've got the time. Um, like, 
to let us, some people just get by by you know the, the, the skin of their teeth. Well, I see some. I mean, I don't know whether it's obviously it's how you've been taught or it's how your mentality goes towards finishing your work. But you see some people, and you come in. So you come into a cable way in a panel, and the, the there's there's your there's your you switch that you need to go into. Now I will bring the cable down and it will go like that. It'll go in each part will go in like that. You see some people let them loop down and loop back up and then they go back on themselves and in. You don't have to do any measuring then because it's there's no guesswork. It's just, yeah, well, I've got plenty of length. Cut, 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 bosh, 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 off we go. So, but, so the, the, the measurements, measurement side of it, try and limit the movement of the cable as much as you can. Basically, until it has to actually go into where it needs to go, try not to put it in. It's not always avoidable. It's not always doable, sorry. But if you can, you've got your, your small piece of cable, even a piece of flex will work. It's not as rigid as FP200, but it will work. Make that your measurement. And it, what it will do as well is it will limit the amount of cable that you're trying to get into the panel. You know what I mean? Because you might have a lot of room. On, on some of my some of my jobs, what I'll do is I might have the might the cable guy might have left me three meters, and I need I need let's say two point six meters, right? That's a tight measure with a tape measure. To I will cut off that four hundred mil, right? And you might think you're cutting four hundred mil off for what you're doing is you. You're moving that cable into a position above you where you, you know, you don't know what's up there. Uh, threaded rod, the edge of a piece of basket, some rack. Now, you might push it up, push it up, push it up, and then if you push all of it up, you've gone onto a piece of basket which is sticking out like that. And then as you start pulling it back in, that piece of basket rips into that cable and cuts it, and then you're like, oh god, what have I done? But if you cut that 400 mil off, you don't have to go let's say 200 mil further that way because you've cut. So try and keep everything as concise as possible. Not like me, rabbit on all the time. <laughs> get it in and get it as close as possible so you don't have to maneuver the cable more times than you need. That, that's a great tip. Make sure your measurements are really... Measure soft. twice, cut once. Yeah, yeah. Clear, concise cable management i guess so well just in, in anything really in it but yeah think about what you're doing because i know what you're like i know what you're saying it's like oh well, i need to lift that up and drop it down well, let's just get it done but like you said if you cut 400 mil off which you don't need and obviously measure that too but cut off any excess because then it's not waving about the other thing is a 240 it's heavy man and it's awkward and it's so if you're dealing with half a meter less of it it's, yeah, it's a lot less. Also, it's a bit of scrap, isn't it? Well, <laughs> don't tell anybody. Number three on the, on the top tips is it? Let's go for something tooling. I think personally, this. I mean, you talked about it and you've shown it in the videos, but the 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 flush nippers that you use to manipulate the steel, yeah, those uh, and the whole steel wire armored thing, I think is is a game changer as well. I think that they're called, that made by Nipex, and I think they're called either bull, bull nose or bull head snips. I don't know I've the correct I've just got six of them in at loadout, actually. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe I'll send you a pair. Do you want a new pair? 
I've got, I've got, a, I've got a pair, but you know, I'll refuse nothing but punches in the <laughs> I've, air. I've got the ones with no plastic on the handle, the proper, and then they've got some with the, you know, like the plastic dipped handles. But I don't know how long. Steel fixers use them when they're doing all the rebar and all that sort of stuff. They use them. They, exactly. Nikita do a gun now. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. It's fantastic. Yeah. It wraps them. Yeah, it's insane. But you've got, you've got that. Those. I mean, they're a staple for cable pullers as well. Cable pullers use them. Um, and what you, we use them to do the, the tightening of the wire with the steel wire armoured, right? So you, you do that and you can hold them in that position, bend the cable against them and form the cable with them. They're a fantastic piece of kit for that because you can also, with the way that they're designed, you've got a piece, a bit of leverage. Whereas you, you, if you've got side cutters, you haven't got that leverage, whereas you have those. Um, that that as, a, as a tool in itself, it, it has a few other uses. I use it if you cut the cable and it flattens it out slightly and you can't get the hand on, just give it the tap. They've got enough weight in them to just give it the tap, sit nicely in your pocket, happy days. But the, the one and the one which I regard as obviously I've got some expensive tools that I use for that those like crimping and cutting and whatever else, but that exhaust cutter, I honestly. It's like, it's like a Swiss army knife in my bag, honestly. It is unbelievable. You, I can use it. And, and it, it does... always catches people out. It, people, it's always a surprise, isn't it? Yeah. Right, the questions, know. the amount of questions on, on YouTube and Instagram about it, about what's that you're using with the chain? What's this? Where can I buy one? But then and when it, you say exhaust, the simple ones are always the best ones. And like you say, exhaust car. Right? Now, there's, there's a thing. Perfect. It's designed for mechanics, right? To cut yeah. exhaust. Right, which says it in the name. Yeah, yeah. If it was designed for the electrical trade, I think I pay I paid twenty eight quid for it. I've had it nearly ten years. I've had reports people coming back to me saying they're paying about forty quid for them now. If it was an electrical tool, you could treble that. You could. Oh yeah, and it, but and people would pay it, especially yeah, if you wrote like you know I don't want to if you wrote Nipex on it. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. You wrote uh, Nipex on it or, or, or Wirra or whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah. You saw that armor slice, what CK brought out. Yeah. To be fair, you could probably jazz it up a bit as well. Maybe, yeah. maybe you know, a little like knob for adjusting it or something or, yeah. you know, micro yeah, adjustment. Like a, a, a well, you can get, you know, the ones for mole grips. Yeah, so yeah. Mole grips with that on. Um, because sometimes you, you're stuck, it's very rare, but I imagine you're stuck between it, two... Two links, yeah. It two is links, really, yeah. And you don't want to go mad, with, I guess. You can go, you can get around that by going to the link further away, cutting through the PVC. Once you've cut through the PVC, you can then go to the link that you require. So it's only that little... It's only like the tolerance is quite low, but you can get the moldrip ones. And somebody did say, a young kid on a job did say to me, I bought the ones that you use, but I couldn't get used to them. So I bought the mole grip type and I didn't know that there was a mole grip type. I said, oh, really? So I had a bit of a chat with him about it. Which will have the thing on the bottom and on the hand. Yeah, the adjuster on the bottom, yeah. Yeah. I said, how come you you bought those? He said, well, look, he went, look at me. He said, I'm hardly built like you. And he said, I I just, I couldn't, couldn't squeeze them enough to get the, fair enough then, fair play to you, kidder. But he he found, he, he found a solution for it, you know? So measure twice, cut once. Clear, concise cabling, I think, if you just go summarize it up. And um, yeah, the right tools for the right job for sure. But uh, yeah, the the um, the ball ball nose pliers or 
I think they call them end nippers. I think the nipex ones maybe, and and the exhaust cutters. Um, the yeah, um, there, there's free tips. Then, if you want to see any of those tips in action, your YouTube channel is Joint Tech Cabling, isn't it? Joint Tech Cabling on YouTube, yeah, and the same on Instagram. Instagram. TikTok in there as well. TikTok's in there, but TikTok isn't sort of work it's experimental. Really. Yeah, it's sort of. It's stuff. Well, basically, I think I'm giving up on it, mate. To be honest with you, I think it's so. stuff that I do, which which doesn't fit into the Instagram pictures and photographs sort of side of it, and the the YouTube uh, work related videos. Basically, it's me reviewing beer. It's me singing songs. It's more me than the, the, the actual work side of it. I, uh, yeah, just me, because I don't know whether anybody, people might find out if they watch the YouTube stuff. But when I go to work, I stay in the van. I've, I converted a, a short wheelbase, low roof transit van into basically a one bedroom bedsit. Yeah, so I do that and I'd, it's, it's more convenient for me. It cuts down a hell of a lot of costs staying in accommodation and whatever else um yeah and also travel to and from site but but if people want to see any of what we've spoken about today and your expertise in action make sure you go check out tony's youtube channel and his other socials as well um yeah. we've, we've done some stuff together as well hopefully we do some more stuff um yeah so really enjoyed that just finding the right jobs sometimes and stuff isn't it but there was yeah. one thing I wanted to bring up, and it's a small thing, and it's an easy thing to sort out. The Schneider, when the, the 125 amp dBs, right? So they have all of the 20 mil knockouts, and then they've got a 40 mil knockout in the middle. Could I ask, just as just from as a, as a I'll, I'll, I dare I say it, an experienced installer, right? from my point of view, could you Schneider please just put in a blank lamp plate? Yeah, it'll save you standing it's everything. The, the one the on the top, I think, is black. That's what I do sometimes as well, but it depends what's going on. I take the... It depends as well if you slotted it or, or... The other thing is, is you turn up and someone else has mounted it all, so you don't... Well, that's... I, I never mount anything, so it's somebody else has always the done it. one, I think, is blank. And what people... You can swap them around. You can swap but them. Then but what the, you've what got the same problem on the top, then. But you've got, well, not only that, you've got usually the board's mounted and there's a trunk and running away yeah. to take all of the outgoing cables into the trunk and, and away in, into site or into the building. So, yeah, it'll save you time, Schneider. Just stick yeah. a blank one in and then we're, yeah, all, yeah. we're all happy. And then what it might deter people doing as well is bringing the tray in the middle of the board. Yeah. Which is an. Because that dictates that you have to. Yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. So that they see the 40 mil knockout and they go, oh, well, we must hit the centre of the board. So if you bring it to the side, then you can let the cable sweep down like that and up, and everybody's hunky dory. So yeah, that was just a little little bit on the end, just for me noticed. Well, don't get me wrong, the the switch, the big switch gear is is pretty good. It's usually what's on. No, it's lovely. Their MCC bin stuff's nice as well. I've worked with it quite a lot over the years, and it is. It's, I've never screamed and shouted at it. I might have had a, a bit of a disagreement yeah. with it. Well, Everything gets a bit of abuse every now and again. <laughs> you do. Finally, then, finally, to, to wrap this one up, because I know you get it loads and um, I get it about other things, but if there's, it's not as simple to summarize it up, I guess, in, in a couple of sentences. 
but if people were looking to get into your line of work and you didn't have all day to explain to them the the determination the experience and everything that it requires but if you just wanted something short and sweet what would you say to someone saying i watch your videos i want to do that line of work first and foremost practice if you want to get into my line of work you're probably and i said at least 95 percent of people in that sector anyway so you should be able to go to your supervisor or site manager and say to him have you got any SWAs that you want me to put away? Have you got any glanding and terminating that I could do to gain a bit of experience? And it, you've done it, obviously, if you're in that sector, you've, you've already done them. But like what we hit on earlier on in the, in, the, in the talk was, I do it every day, all day, every day. It's the only thing I do. I don't have to think about anything else. And it becomes a natural occurrence in your, your muscle memory, your, the way your hands work with your eye and your blah, 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 blah. So practice. That is the main thing. Then, again, take your, like what I said, take, take photographs of it. And then say to yourself, would I, would I allow the general public to see this? Because if I would, then I'm getting good. If I go... Mm. would I show me mates down the pub or what and if you wouldn't show your mates down the pub you need to practice more you need to yeah, would you there. put it on Instagram yeah would you would, would you put you, it on Instagram yeah. would you not I mean don't but put not, any work on there you get you get hounded even if it's purpose <laughs> yeah there's loads of people do it to me I mean I've, it's just water off a duck's back now but yeah practice at it ask the questions and then when you come to so you think you're ready to, to do it to, to do the big stuff there are, there are certain agencies you can phone. If you go onto the GIB website, um, you can find the registered companies, uh, relevant uh, cable installation, cable jointing. So there's that avenue you can go down and you can message them, you can send them a CV and whatever else. And they then can say, well, I've got a job. Work, work for reduced rate with cable pullers and yeah, stuff yeah, like you, that. What you might have to do, what you might have to do is you go in at an hourly rate. You go in on an hourly rate for a GIB rate. And obviously they're, they're making a packet on you, but you gain an experience, you're in that one, one path. That one discipline, yeah. Yeah. You're not having to worry about trunking or conduit or rack and tray or wire and lights. That's all you're doing. And you if haven't you got to be a jack of all, you've got to be a master of one, you know? Yeah, exactly. So if you do that for a year, maybe two years, and trust me, it goes like that, a year or two years, you'll all of a sudden be going, yeah, I, I don't even need to think about this now. I know that that cable's going to bend that way. It's going to twist this way. I can, and, and it just it enters your brain and becomes second knowledge. So, yeah, go practice. If you're in that line of work, practice as much as you can. Make sure you get good at it. Good enough to show other people. Right? and not be embarrassed. Like if you walked in with your site manager and your supervisor and you'd done a job, you stand next to it and go, I did that. And they'll look at you and go, that looks nice. But if you walk in the room and you go, and they go, who did this? And you're going, looking at the floor, kicking stone, you need to practice more. And, it's, and then you get, you get a, a certain... You get a certain way, you get you get set in things that, right, I've got to be as good as that last one. I've got to be that good. And it, it just increases the, the turnout and the... It's just the honing that skill, isn't it? Yeah. 
So there's the, yeah, so I would say practice, get better and get get more quality, get more quality work done, and you'll know when you're doing it. And then if you want to go into cable jointing as a profession, you can find you go to the GIB website, you can find specific companies that deal with cable jointing or cable installation and or, or both. And if you get in touch with them, send CVs and whatever else, you do, they'll be able to either employ you directly or through an agency at a reduced rate, at an hourly rate, until you've got the competence and they might think that the wherewithal to be able to go, right, we'll start offering you price per end now. And once, once you're on price per end, once you're on price work, you, can, you, know, you decide what you earn. Simple as that. And you'll probably only get quicker at that point as well because even if you work at an average pace, you'll get to the end of the week and you'll go, if I did that quicker, I, I would uh, I'd earn more in a week. I'd earn more in a, you know, and if I, I mean, then there's the staying late and the, and the going for it, which is great too. But if you're just, lucky yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're just looking at eight hour days, you can cram more cables into there, especially when you're on the job where there's more than one of you um, and, and, and you just, there's just unlimited ends until there's not. Um, yeah, you just want to keep on getting as many ends away every day, every day. And I mean, just quickly before we end, that was how it started with me when I went on. I only work four days a week, right? Every Monday to Thursday. And the reason I do it now, one was the little fellow was born, the little boy was born. And the second one was I, I was on a job. And as it worked out over the course of three weeks, the third week was we finished the job, but the two in between that we couldn't work Fridays because they didn't have equipment or gear or whatever it was. So we all went home Thursday night, which was great because you got a long weekend, three weeks in a row. However, when that happened, I looked at the difference in the invoices of what I was putting in and it was sort of 200, 250 quid. And I thought, well, if I don't go for a tea break and a dinner break, I can make that 50 quid because it might be one cable end of 50 mil or 70 mil at the time. I can make, I can make one of those off in that hour and a half or two hours that I was wasting going for some food. And I, I don't have to then work on a Friday. I can go on Thursday night. You do a full shift on a Thursday, maybe it's six o'clock and off you go. And then on Friday morning, you wake up in your own bed. You can take the kids to school. You can go and spend the day with the missus. You know what I mean? Oh, you could even do something you enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that that type of thing, that's what being being able to excel at the field of the thing that you do and, and being able to work on a price per end basis, you don't have to be there all the time collecting the hours to collect the money, which is I think is it's a way we should try to push into construction to get, and it gets people into a different frame of mind. You know, the four, the four day week that they were talking about, some people don't want to work Mondays, some people don't want to work Fridays. You sort those other people out and th then there's constant pre presence on site, but everybody is aiming they're to that end. And yeah, yeah. Could be more productive because you know that you're getting something, not just money, you're getting free time at the end of it. Time and is is in many cases worth more than that. Cost or, it is. Well, or, or it's mutually exchange. You can you can work, use your time to work and earn money, or you can use your time, you know, for, for all that stuff that money can't buy. So we'll take it from take it from an old man, right? 
I'm 43. So if I live another 43 years, I'm going to be 86, right? Yeah. I ain't got the privilege of time anymore, right? I need to cram as much into this short bit of the end of my life now. I need to cram as much free time in there as I can. Because let's face it, when you retire, you're broken anyway. Your body's yeah, falling. Yeah. So you need to, to do, to gain that, that time. And it's all to do with the way that you approach your job. If you can say to your gaffer, if you're on hours and you can say to him, instead of working five eights, can I do four twelves? Yeah. You know what I mean? Can we work it like that? We're still doing the same hours, but I'm getting a free day. Still getting yeah. the same money, but I'm getting a free day. And it makes, it does make people more productive. So it's a really good way to work. I like it. Food for thought. Food for thought. Well, it's been a pleasure, mate. I think this it's might uh, even get chopped into two episodes. So we'll see. Have been rabbiting for that long? Yeah, I think we had a bit of a technical difficulty in between, but I think it's nearly two hours. So if it does get chopped into two episodes, I hope you've enjoyed both of them. If it's just one long one, then thanks for uh, staying to the yeah. end. And uh, yeah, Tony, thanks for coming on, giving me some of your, your valuable time. And um, yeah, everyone, if you, everyone who's listening or watching, wherever you are, check out Joint Tech Cabling as well. Loads of tips, loads of amazing, interesting work. And he really is a magician, the cable whisperer. Um, <laughs> but he, he does do some mad stuff, some mad jobs. So ch check it out and uh, yeah, support the channels and stuff like that. He's got content coming out all the time. And uh, yeah, we, we might have some stuff coming up too. So. Yeah, go and have a look at Mike's channel as a dual Thanks again for your time, mate. Check Thanks to everyone who's tuned in. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, catch you on the next on. one. <laughs> yeah. See you on the next one. Cheers, Mike. Thanks for listening. If you are enjoying this show, please leave a review. Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes.